Hey guys, welcome to the Rethrive podcast. I'm your host, Monique Fisher. And if this is your first time tuning in, thank you so much for joining us. So today I wanted to chat about why I think that spiritual and personal development and the culture that's been created around it can be quite destructive. So let me first tell you how I got to this point in my life. Um, I met my husband, Darren, when I was 21 years old and growing up in religion, you know, you're sort of not really challenged with your beliefs as such. So anything in the outside world um, stays in the outside and what you believe is very much what you believe and you don't question it. Um, And that's just how I was brought up. And so when he came along, I was at a point in my life where I sort of, I mean, I knew from a very young age that it wasn't for me. I knew from a very young age that there was something bigger and that there was something else out there and that there were so many loopholes that didn't make sense to me. So when I met him, he came into my life and he challenged, like that what he believed in his beliefs almost challenged absolutely every single thing that I believed up until that point in my life. And so you can think that, or you can imagine that for me, it was quite a bit of a mind blowing process. So I I can say that that is where I started my personal and spiritual development. So basically my experience with personal and spiritual development has been, so it's been nine years now, I'm 30 years old. It's been quite tumultuous. And I'm talking like the highs of highs and the lows of lows. And I know I've talked about the old me and how the old me would have these immense crashes where I'd be like suicidal and suicide is not something to joke about. My grandmother committed suicide. And so I think that um, there's quite a few people close to me in my life that have committed suicide. So I I know that it's something that is um, quite a touchy subject for for a lot of people, but um, for me, like... I guess I can understand the thought process behind it, if that makes sense. So, like I said, my journey with personal and spiritual development has been quite tumultuous um, up until quite recently, actually. And so I feel like, you know, using spiritual and personal development is being used as this mask of I'm healing and oh, all of these triggers are coming up and almost being used as this thing to like hold on to these traumas and these triggers and just constantly keep bringing them up. But that's not getting us any closer to, to the person that we want to become. So let me explain that a little bit. How I see it is that, and unfortunately, I think social media has a big part to play in it nowadays. Don't get me wrong. I think social media and technology is amazing. And if you didn't keep up with it, then, you know, the old saying, adapt or perish. So, you know, we have to keep up with it. It's just the way of the future. And great things can come of it. They really can. How do you think I could have shared this podcast if I didn't have technology? So I'm not dissing technology whatsoever, but what I'm saying can be destructive is this culture that's been created around spiritual and personal development that society can tend to hide behind these masks 
and say, you know, we can say, or the old me would say, well, I'm healing and, you know, share all these um, self-help quotes and read all these self-help books. But behind behind closed doors and behind the scenes, we're not actually doing the work. It's just this mask and it's just a facade. And deep down behind closed doors, we're still suffering. So I know there's many of you that can relate to that because I was there. I get it. The old me was this person who wanted to slap this healing sticker on everything and be like, I'm healing. Um, I'm working through things. And, you know, this childhood trauma, I used to like get so triggered by religion and get so triggered by the word God even that I'd be like, you know, someone would start talking to to me about it. And I'd be like, la, 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 no, thanks. I don't want to talk about it. Thank you. Like, that's just a trigger for me. And here I was like holding on to these triggers. Like I talked about in the last episode, that triggers are just something that, you know, bring to light the things that we refuse to let, to let go. And we're choosing, we're literally fighting for our right to suffer. Really think about that. Triggers is just fighting for your right to suffer. It's clinging onto that one thing that you think defines you when it really doesn't. It just happened to you. It's nobody's fault. It happened to you. It just happened to you. And you just keep regurgitating the same pattern in your life. So it's, it's absolutely crazy. So personal and spiritual development, I feel is not about regurgitating someone else's story Everybody has a different story and everybody in this world is so unique that we are all here to share our own story and to tell our own story. I'm not saying we all have to do a podcast. I'm not saying we all have to be entrepreneurs and have our own businesses and, you know, because we all need nurses, we all need doctors, we all need we all need chefs. We all need, you know, every profession in the world is, has their place. So I'm not saying that you've got to be this person that's, you know, got this drive. Like some of the happiest people I know, uh, live the simplest lives and they've just got this day in day out job and that they absolutely love. And it's just them and good for them because they're happy. But where I find personal and spiritual development can be destructive and this is, I speak from personal experience here. This is where it can be destructive. It can be destructive in the sense that you're constantly moving the goalposts. So when you, it, it's that old saying of, I'll be happy when. So for example, for myself, the old me would say, I'll be happy when I lose weight. I'll be happy when I have this many clients. I'll be happy when I've got the relationship that I want. I'll be happy when my kids do this. I'll be happy. You get the picture, right? So you're basically continuously moving the goalposts and chasing the next big thing, all to realize that when you get to that next big thing, you're not happy because you've just continuously moved it forward and it's out of reach. So you're constantly reaching and striving for this thing that isn't attainable because you haven't done the work on the inside, like deep, deep down. So spiritual and personal development requires deep, deep work. And do you know what's crazy and what I've learned this year is that it's not something that takes 10 years. Like I have suffered for almost a decade now 
21 to 30, like almost a decade of suffering where I thought and I told myself that I was doing this personal and spiritual development all the time and all the while I was just suffering and I was fighting for my right to suffer. I was fighting for my right to stay overweight. I was fighting for my right to hold on to these triggers because I thought that they defined me. Do I regret any of the things that have happened in my life? No, I don't. But if you're a classic perfectionist like myself or who like I was, it meant that making mistakes and failing just meant that you weren't good enough. And I call complete and utter bullshit on that because personal and spiritual development isn't there to make you feel not good enough. That's not love. Let's just make that clear. That's not love. Go back to the first episode about how I talked, what is love? So the other thing that I find quite destructive is that when we do personal and spiritual development, it's almost like we do it for a pat on the back from society, a pat on the back. And we, you know, we can do it for, and, and like I said, I'm talking about the old me here. I would share things in the hopes that people would be like, oh, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Here's my sympathy. And so here I was constantly giving my power away because I was just doing it for the gram, doing it for the likes, doing it for the comments, doing it for the pat on the back. Like, oh, wow, look at her. She's doing all of this work. And once again, it's that mask. From the outside, it looks amazing. But from the inside, behind closed doors, there I was, the old me, constantly suffering, constantly crashing, and constantly saying, why isn't this working? Why isn't this spiritual and personal development working? What we need to understand is that personal and spiritual development is like the internet. So really have a think about that. The internet downloads at a million different speeds. So right now in my house, my internet's downloading at a certain speed if you're in China, if you're in Japan, if you're in America, your internet is downloading at a different speed. So personal and spiritual development is something that you can't, once again, it comes back to this thing of you can't regurgitate someone else's story. It has to be your own story. It's done in your own time. I'm 30 years old and I have the knowledge that I have now, but somebody who's 21 years old could have the knowledge that I have now. Somebody who's not yet 50 um, might not have it. So what we need to understand is that this comparison, it's just the thief of our joy. And I know that's quite a, a, a common quote that people use, that comparison is the thief of all joy. And it's the truth because here we are as a society, constantly comparing ourselves to other people's journey and other people's spiritual and personal development. And like I said, that in a sense is really destructive because it just brings us back to the constant program that we're running on that we're not good enough and we're not worthy to be a part of this world and that we need to apologize for ourselves because, oh, well, they've they've done more work than I have and they're at a you know, a few steps ahead of me. I call bullshit on that because like I said, we're like the internet. We all download at different speeds. 
the downloads that I receive for myself, they're mine. Nobody else gets to have them because they're mine. Somebody else might have that knowledge already, but they've done that in their own time and in their own way and in their own interpretation. So the knowledge is always out there. It's up to us to tap into that. And that's something else that I wanted to talk about. You are your own problem. Really have a think about that. The minute I realized that I was my own problem is the minute that my life changed because I realized that everything around me, all the things that annoyed me, all the things that I got shitty at were my problem. It was me creating that and manifesting that in my life. So I'm talking even to the little things of like getting annoyed at, you know, the kids who are being like, mom, 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 that's on me. I was creating that problem. I was not in a state of love uh, for them. And so here I was just manifesting this like, oh, being a mum is so hard. Like think about that phrase, being a mum is so hard. No, it's not, dummy. You chose to be a mother. You chose to have children. You chose to have ones that are dependent on you. So teach them the right fucking thing. But here's the problem. We can't teach them the right thing if we don't know the right thing to fucking teach. So if we're not love, we can't teach love. It's that simple. So like I said, you are your own problem. But guess what? Here's the cool thing. You are also your solution. So the minute you turn the light back on yourself and you look in the mirror just means that you get to find your own solution as well. For every single problem that you create, you can find the solution. You really can. And so here's where I found, once again, why personal and spiritual development could was quite destructive because I was constantly seeking for this solution from the outside. I was constantly seeking, and I'm talking the old me, I was constantly seeking for this for someone to make me happy, for someone to show me the way, for someone to guide me, for someone to tell me the right thing to do. And unfortunately, for the last nine years, that was my husband. I put him on this pedestal and I went, teach me, you know more than me, you must make me happy. And that really, really was quite destructive for our our relationship. And it's destructive for any relationship. If you place your happiness in somebody else's hands and say, here, here's my heart in a glass box. Don't break it. Don't drop it. Dude, check yourself because (laughs) that's your problem. You are in control of your own happiness, your own heart, your own feelings. You get to make a choice every day. And I'm talking every day. Today I had a situation at college where someone says, uh, you know, I I shared my truth. Someone said something to me and I could have gotten really triggered by it. I really could have because I felt like this person was bursting my bubble. And I was like, huh. I was like, okay, Monique, you've got a choice right now. You could either listen to that person and crawl back into that little hidey hole of, oh, well, they're right. I'm not good enough. And I shouldn't do that. Or you could rise up and go, you know what? Thank you. Thank you for shedding that, you know, thank you for shedding light on that trigger of mine so that I can actually release it and let it go because it doesn't serve me anymore. And it's not helping me get closer to the person I'm becoming. So, like I said, we're actually all wired to think of the the negative or think of the problem first. 
So this is where the difference comes. It's up to us to retrain our soul and our brain just like a muscle. So you want to build a muscle, make it stronger, you got to train it, don't you? You can't just do it once. You can't just do the work once, one rep, and then you've got abs or whatever it is. You have to consistently train on a daily basis to make that that stronger. So it doesn't happen overnight. Like I said, I was this and this is where personal and spiritual development was really destructive for me because I was constantly looking for this magic pill and I was put I was giving my power away and I was putting the power in other people's hands going, "Well, make me happy, heal me, do the work for me." But you can only do the work yourself. If you want your life to change, you are the one that has to put in the work, not your husband, not your child, not your mum, not your dad, not your aunt, not your sister, not your brother. You get the picture. You are the only person. You are your problem and you are your solution. You have a choice. Everything is your choice. So what I want to finish on today is that the key for personal and spiritual development to work, to work for you, is gratitude. Let me say it again. The key to personal and spiritual development is gratitude. One word, gratitude. Gratitude, being grateful. Be grateful for what you already have now. Personal and spiritual development doesn't have to be constantly moving the goalposts so you don't reach your destination because, let's be quite frank, it it never ends. So if you can't be grateful for what you already have and where you already are right now and be content with living in the present moment, then your personal and spiritual development journey, just like mine was, the old me, it's going to be destructive for you. And it's going to, you're going to end up with constant failure and constant negativity and constant feelings of not good enough. And like, you know, you just crash back down to zero. So think about it like that. Express gratitude every day. So what we've just started doing with the kids and it's really quite fascinating because, you know, it's something that we're really trying to work on with changing little habits with our kids so that every morning we drive them to school. So we've got three kids and when we drive them to school, as we drive, we like to say three things that we're grateful for that day. And so we like to just do this little exercise and you know, it may not be much now, but if they can look back on their life as kids and go, hey, every morning I woke up and I said three things that I'm grateful for and that become a habit rather than every morning they wake up and, you know, just crack the shits at each other or, (laughs) I don't know, have a fight or something. To me, it's just like, you know, personal spiritual development, once again, it's about creating those little habits on a daily basis and flexing that muscle on a daily basis so that you can really gain the development that you're that you want that's really all it is don't get caught up in moving the goalposts don't get caught up in always chasing the next big thing don't get caught up in comparison to people on Instagram don't get caught up with such and such down the street who 
is this perfectionist and has it all perfect on the outside. Who the fuck likes perfectionists anyway? Like, come on, are they relatable? No, they're not. Let's be real here. How about that? Don't hold on to your trauma. Just don't. Let that shit go. Seriously, how is it serving you? Like, okay, don't get me wrong. I can use religion and I can use everything that happened in my childhood and my sexual shame and guilt and all that. I can use that to help people, 100%. But we need to start using our pain and our trauma as leverage rather than just wallowing in it and like, like a pig sitting in the mud. Like there's nothing wrong with pigs. I love pigs. But don't be that person that just wallows in that negativity. Nobody likes a negative Nancy. No one. Absolutely no one. So use that pain as leverage. Use that to share, you know, and and move forward with your life and really get to the places you want to go because that's where it's going to happen. That's where it's all going to change for you. I guarantee it. So that's what I've got for you today. I urge you guys to just really speak up, speak out, and if you're doing personal and spiritual development, just be grateful for what you've got or got already and stop using, stop holding on to your pain, stop holding on to your trauma because it's just what's creating these crashes and you don't need to have them anymore because you deserve to have so much more. You deserve to be happy consistently on a daily basis. And I'm talking truly happy. I'm talking like the happy where, you know, you don't even need coffee. Like if I drank coffee, damn, I think I'd go skits like... <laughs> I I have it from time to time, but you know, there's nothing wrong with coffee, but I'm talking like this energy, this natural energy that you get to create on the inside of you. It's there. It's there for you to access. It's there for you to just take back, take back your power because it's yours. Stop giving it away to people. So use personal and spiritual development for good because you totally can. I love you guys so much. And thank you for listening to this episode and we'll see you again next week. Bye. Thank you.